Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good morning, guys. I have a little news. I think this is a pretty good scoop. I got uh, this past week, been working on it a bit. Uh, Courtney may be uh, due an apology from the head coach of the New England Patriots because if you recall, during our Monday morning interviews, Courtney asked if Bill Belichick had spoken to Bill O'Brien about the offensive coordinator position, and he basically laughed at it, said I haven't talked to him in I don't know how long. Well, according to the people I've spoken to in Indianapolis, Bill Belichick hired Bill O'Brien as early as November and as late as December in the second half of this Patriots season. Wow. He was hired before the season concluded to replace Patricia as the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Um. Interesting indeed. That was Chris Curtis in the 6 o'clock hour this morning on the Greg Hill Show. According to his sources, Bill O'Brien in the folds as early as November, as late as December last year. We've been talking about it here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. It's hour number three on WEEI. We'll get to your phone call, 617-779-7937. Uh, we asked Tom Curran about this. He joins us every Thursday here on the show. And if you miss any of our interview with Tom E. Curran, you can go back and listen on the podcast anytime by subscribing to Jones and Mego with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, we played that audio for Tom. Here's how Tom reacted and what he's hearing on the Bill O'Brien front. doesn't sound plausible to me in that you're talking not about some guy who's the offensive coordinator at Slippery Rock. You're talking about somebody who's involved with Saban. And Saban and Belichick have compared notes via NFL films about rating staff. So I would imagine that as the season's going on, Belichick's not going to be rigging up Nick Saban and or going back to O'Brien to get him to agree to a contract. Well, so here's the and, only thing that may, may have changed in my mind. When was that Saban-Belichick thing? Like, were the Patriots coming off a Super Bowl? Like, Bill feels a little more more desperate now. Maybe his view on that is, has changed. But again, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to bark up the wrong tree. I just wonder if you're desperate, maybe would you bend that rule? I don't think he was desperate. You know, indications I've gotten is that Belichick was somewhat encouraged by the way things were going toward the end of the year. And really, Robert Kraft made sure that Bill O'Brien was going to be brought in. So, no, I don't agree that there was an agreement in place. And honestly, 
in my exchanges with people very, very close to the situation, O'Brien was very much in the dark as to what the Patriots' intentions were. And that was into the offseason. So I don't find it plausible. So this echoes uh, some of what, Mego, you were saying. You know, Arcan, it, it really uh, aligns with some of what you're saying, too, where you're like, well, what's he going to do? He's going to take an offensive coordinator job before he sees it through on a head coaching job. He was in the dark on whether or not he could do it. The thing that jumps out re-listening there is the craft piece that he brings up. You know, are we looking at this all wrong? And and I know when it was first discussed, we're like, does Bill Belichick even want Bill O'Brien here? Or is it Robert who wants him? Re-listening to it there, I mean, Tom makes it sound like it wasn't even Bill's call. And I, I think it's entirely plausible, and, and Tom pushed back on it. I'll still feel this way that the two Bills, O'Brien and Belichick, could have had some sort of wink and nod agreement in place. Hey, if you don't find anything, we're here if you want to call plays. like I, I think that sort of thing probably happens in coaching. It happens in business all the time. So I, I would buy into that. But right, like way back when, when the statement came out, that felt like it was from Kraft. So whose call was it even to hire him? Was it even Bill Belichick's call? I don't know. It, it did kind of feel like a craft thing when the announcement first came out. Let's play it out um, the way that Curtis's source has informed him that it was something that was at least a handshake agreement, if not an all-out hiring, in November, December. So Bill Belichick is doing... What does that tell you about where Bill Belichick is in his mindset and the team and craft? And the people who are in Bill's inner circle, because we heard from that Boston Herald report from Andrew Callahan and Karen Garigian that came out that Joe Judge had been phased out as early as uh, Halloween. And Bill and it was like and Bill has been more hands on. Right. So then at that point, is Bill stuffing Matt Patricia, one of his best friends, into the locker? Saying, you know, that's a great visual. Uh, okay, I'm turning around and I've already made this agreement behind your back. One of my locker, ba- maybe because we've talked about Nick Saban, but behind your back, Matt Patricia, or maybe in your in front of you, showing you very little respect, I would think, and behind Nick Saban's back, that's just it's a lot of betrayal by Bill in his inner circle and something that we don't typically see well, from him. And so this this is why I, I think Bill should be desperate. Like, I think it's a make-or-break year for Bill. We've talked a lot about it being a make-or-break year for Mac Jones. I think Bill should be desperate. So when you're desperate, you turn on people close to you and you cut corners and you bend rules and agreements that you had with Nick Saban. Like, that's what I think. Curran pushed back on that as well, and you heard it there in the clip we just played for you. I, I do find it interesting if it was Kraft's call and not even Bill's. Like, does Belichick, does Belichick thinks he, he needs Bill O'Brien? Does Robert Kraft, is he angling to set up an heir apparent? Like, that to me is an interesting angle to all of Do it. Do you think Belichick wanted to run it back with Matty P another year? I think he would have if it was his call. I don't, think it was, I don't think that was his call. I think Bill would have run it back with those two and done it again. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel I'm not, like the way that I'm he's not sure going, very badly. I'm not think, sure either. I don't think he'd want to. But how do you think Bill looks at it? Do you think Bill goes, hey, these two guys who I think are good coaches screwed it up? Or do you think he looks at it and goes, the a-hole kid who can't take coaching screwed it up? I think he looked at it and said everything got screwed up. Maybe. And I, now I have to fix I'd it. lean more towards Bill blaming the quarterback the way he's been talking. Well, the other thing Kern said in that clip was that from everything he gathers, that Belichick was encouraged at the direction the team was going in at the end of the year. And you did see moments, you know, like, oh, okay, this doesn't look as bad as it's well, this, looked through the year, but encouraged to go, okay, let's turn around and run it back with the same program next season. 
that's a totally different matter. Yeah, and look, I mean, I think they did adjust last year. Say what you want about the coaching staff. I think they did adjust. It was too little too late, but they did. From the, the I mean, bombing thing they did the first few weeks of the year. Maybe you don't give up two uh, return touchdowns to Naheem Hines. You have a better chance of winning that last game in Buffalo. Uh, so, look, you guys can jump in on the O'Brien thing. 617-779-7937. Who do you think's call it was to hire O'Brien? You think it was Robert Kraft? You and think it was when did it happen? And do you think it was Bill Belichick? And and what was that what would that say if it was Robert Kraft and not Bill? What would it say if Bill was doing it in the middle of the season? Again, 617-779-7937. These the way, are things we've talked about. Yeah. Slippery Rock University's offensive coordinator is Oh, I don't know. Drew Moulton. Oh, nice. I was going to say the job's probably available if Patricia wants it. That's probably what I was going to say. Uh meanwhile, we have some other clips I want to play for you here from Tom Curran. Arkan, you asked him about Lamar Jackson, whether or not the Patriots uh, are in, should be in. I know Mark Daniels reported today they are definitively not in. What did Tom Curran say about it? I don't think so because you're going to have a guy who's going to come in and command uh, or at least ask for a fully guaranteed contract that's going to be over $200 million just based on the 230 that Deshaun Watson, who's kind of a deviant, got. So if you're looking at what you're going to have to spend in draft capital, for a team that still needs to build through the draft, which you're going to have to spend against your cap when you have a guy still who's $4 million as opposed to $44 million. I just don't think it makes sense. And, he's, you know, the other thing with Lamar Jackson is he's played 12 games each of the past two years. And he's not, as time goes on, probably going to get more durable. So to me, I, I understand, you know, why people are enamored with, the idea of having him, but I, I, I wouldn't kick the tires on him if I were the Patriots. So I would. Again, Mark Daniels reported today Lamar Jackson in New England, question mark, only as an opponent. According to league sources, the Patriots are not expected to pursue Jackson in free agency. I, I still think they should, Arcand. I'm not expecting that they will, but it, the owner, and we started the interview by asking Tom about the lack of buzz the owner's got to be pissed about a lack of buzz that's a good way to get some buzz and some interest in the team it certainly would I mean it really really would it would automatically put the Patriots right back in the conversation as a contender I think they would they'd be a contender right away now all the things that he said about Lamar Jackson are certainly true I mean he's gonna command a big amount of money which I have a thought on that but the injuries is a real issue as far as the money's concerned the toothpaste is out of the tube here. Like, these contracts are out there. The market's not going to shift back just because all the owners got together and tried to teach Lamar Jackson a lesson. As so, much as they try. Right? The Patriots have to get this out of their mind that, like, oh, we're going to pass on Lamar Jackson because we don't want to feed into this thing with the quarterback. It's over. It's gone. It's already getting there. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and all these guys are going to get mega deals, and it's all going to be guaranteed, and that's what you have to do if you have a great quarterback. The question is, do you want a great quarterback? Oh. Is that a priority for you? or not because it doesn't really seem to be. And has Bill evolved at all at quarterback? We can get to that coming up as well. But no, I, I don't think they're in. And I don't think the money should be. They got to spend money on somebody. Bill called out the owner and said they're not spending. They got to spend on somebody. And if they don't want to pay a quarterback, where the hell do they want to spend their money? Meanwhile, can I hear current on Brady? We we had this at the end of the interview. I, I should have asked this earlier. We should have spent more time on this with Tom Gurren, given the, uh, the bombshell he dropped the other day on his podcast that Brady could come back in 2024, left the door open for him returning this year. What does he have to say about Brady? It goes back to the idea of, I'll quit when I suck. And did he suck this year? No. No. He led the league in yards. He led the league in attempts. He's still got plenty in the arm. And even at 46, will he be, or 47? I don't see it going away. Nor do I see his enjoyment of competition going away. I really believe, while there might be a lot of teams that go, not with a 47-year-old, no thank you, 
I think if Brady's life is in order in a way that he is comfortable with, and say, for instance, again, for the sake of argument, the Miami Dolphins don't pick up and extend to a Tonga Vailoa and pick up his fifth-year option. Well, then he's a free agent next year in Miami, and Miami could be looking for a quarterback. And if Tom Brady has roots there, it would probably be an easier move for him after a year off than it might be now where it would look like the same Hamlet act of, oh, do I want to quit? Do I not want to quit? Here I come. I come back. I think next year might have, I would put it higher than 5% likelihood that it would be more amenable to him then. Tom with the Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. Didn't yes, expect that. I uh, I was not necessarily bracing for that either. But I, Tom I think the Bard current. I think to me, I think just, that was a fellow. Oh, do I want to quit? Do I not want to quit? Here I come. I come back. <laughs> to me, hearing that again, and this was my first reaction to it. It sounds like it's all about Miami. If they move on from Tua this off season, or he's ruled out this off season, Brady would potentially be in. If Tua's not re-signed and they're looking for a quarterback next off season, Brady would be in. And that's a little disappointing with Brady. I'd love to see him go to the Niners, but that's my reaction there, is that if Miami's in play, he's interested in coming back. So what happens with Fox Sports? That might be a stupid question. It does. It's just a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money out there. What happens? They have Greg Olson, who's been good. Yeah. For, I, and they keep their, Are they going to wait um, four, five, six years for this? Oh, no. I, I assume if he comes back and plays, that's, that's done, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, 617-779-793-7. Terry Bradshaw's like, good, they can stop trying to steal all my money. <laughs> you can weigh in on all of it. Brady and his return. Is it Miami or bust? And how would you feel about it as a Patriots fan? It's something we've been talking about all week long. Lamar Jackson and the quarterback discussion. Has Bill evolved at all at QB? We can get to that. Plus, uh, the hiring of Bill O'Brien. When did it happen? Whose call was it? All that on the table at 617-779-7937. Arcan has trending. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the quarterback carousel right after. This is Jones and Mego. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WEI. WEI. I think what happened, and this is just uh, this is just my opinion. All right, mm-hmm. I don't speak for anybody in my family. I don't speak for anybody from New England. All right, I know some people up there. I know some people that were in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. I would say what happened is in New England, Tom Brady run the, ran the show, so he yeah. was able to bully Josh, and he would just say, "This is what we're going to do." And if Josh said no, he would go to Bill's office, and if Bill said no, he'd go to Robert Kraft. Mm-hmm. Trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't need him in here causing a problem. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded, right? Yeah. So I think that's what happened. I think that uh, when they were in New England, Tom ran his stuff. Tom is a guy historically that gets to the line of scrimmage, picks the play he wants to run, right? You give me a set formation, give me in and out of good play, bad play. Then I'm gonna. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Right? That's what Peyton Manning did. That's what Tom did. David Carr, brother of Derek Carr. Talking about how things went. Just his own opinion. Totally not speaking for his brother at all. But I know lots of people from New England <laughs> in Las Vegas. And then he quotes his brother later. Yeah, I mean, look, I think we all know who This he's... is just my opinion, but Derek said. <laughs> I think we all know who he's hearing things from. And, uh, well, this jumped out to you, Mego. It's Jones and Mego with Arcan on so WEEI. Funny. This jumped out to you. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think it's totally wrong that Brady got his way from time to time in New England. Like, I, I think he did. I think Brady made it pretty clear he didn't want Garoppolo around anymore, so Kraft made it pretty clear to Belichick that Kraft didn't want Garoppolo anymore, so Bill moved on from Garoppolo. I mean, I think Brady, at certain points in time, uh, was able to work out contracts with Robert Kraft, maybe go around Bill's back on that. I think Bill, I'm sorry, Brady would get his way from time to time. I plead the fifth. But, like, He just ran things there? Why did he ever leave then if he ran things? He's making it sound like Josh McDaniels wore a collar in New England and Brady walked him around on a leash, like on the sideline. I don't don't necessarily disagree that Brady bitched around McDaniels. Like, I bet that definitely happened. Bitched that, sure. No, but like, was the, like, if Bill wanted something over uh, Brady, I keep saying Bill. If Brady wanted something over Josh McDaniels, I, I think Brady was going to get that. Walk I mean, if, like a dog. If it was, a, if it was push coming <laughs> to shove between those two, it probably does go Brady's way. But, like, the idea is that Brady runs the whole show. Like, Brady versus Bill. Kraft had his back. Brady could do whatever he wants. How come he went to Tampa Bay? Then? Right. Like, how come he's not with the Patriots anymore? This is the worst and most obvious like attempt at a takedown of Josh McDaniels. Oh, Josh McDaniels is so talentless. Such a beta. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tom Brady called all the shots in New England. It's like there's there, there's so many other examples that you could use to take down Josh McDaniels. Not the area where he had success. I mean, you can say, hey, most uh, offensive coordinators look great when they're when they're coordinating with the. Greatest quarterback of all time. Yep. Sure, but that's not the lane he goes in. The lane he goes... Like, there's so many other examples that you have used of where you can point to Josh McDaniel's shortcomings as a coach. Instead, this is so transparent. It's so lame. It actually goes against Derek Carr's case. And by the way, Derek Carr just got paid. He's on a new team. So why are you doing this now? So he was able to bully Josh. I know you love your brother. Well, but you That's know, nice. Well, but, but you know why he's doing it. Because Derek Carr did not have a, and I'm, I'm right. you know, a, a Derek Carr fan. But Derek Carr did not have a great year last year. So I, I, I think he's, he's trying to make him look better. Why not do this weeks ago when he was trying to get a deal? He has the deal now. 
David Carr is kind of dopey. Yeah, well, that is the obvious like answer. He's, he's not great at this. Maybe he was worried about such screwing. a goon squad over there. Maybe he was worried about screwing up the deal. Now that the deal's in place, he says, "All right, I'm going to speak freely." Like I don't know. Maybe he's worried about. Maybe it looks bad if he's out there talking smack before Derek Carr signs. Well, other the, teams are looking at him. Yeah, yeah and the Saints and the Saints go, "Hey, your brother's saying this and that. Like, could could he chill out? Like, do we actually want to do this? Like, I mean, I'm just spitballing. Maybe that. Maybe that's a reason why." Jackson I have no idea. Mahomes thinks you should lay low, David. <laughs> oh, which, let's not get into Jackson yeah, Mahomes. Seriously, right please now. not. Yikes! But Dark uh, territory. But no, I find that to be an interesting conversation. That Brady just got whatever he wanted in New England, and I also think so that he was re- able to bully Josh. Like, I think that's the reason why he said it. Yeah, that's the one thing that Josh was successful in. Well, he wasn't even really successful. It was all Brady. Brady Brady told him to do this and that, whatever. He was basically undermining the only thing that Josh McDaniels has going for him. But don't you believe that? I mean, I believe it to an extent. I believe it. A hundred, like every single thing. Like, bully to me is a stupid word to use there, but like... Did Brady just kind of do everything? Like, yeah, I definitely I believe Josh McDaniels is successful because of Brady. I believe Bill is successful because of Brady. Meaning, like, I don't know what level of success he would have without Brady. All of the evidence without Brady leads me to believe he's not but successful why, without Brady. Why was Josh McDaniels... I Would you say Josh McDaniels... I'll start here. Would you say Josh McDaniels was successful with Mac the year that they had together? Yes. I mean... Kind of, yeah. It was, a, yeah. It was good. I, I wouldn't call it great, but it was it good, was, yes. It was a positive It was a success, product, it, right? It was a no... I think you guys just way overlook how that year finished. It was a nosedive at the end of the year. It was a bad finish, but the overall thing... It was a success, yeah. successful rookie it was, year. It was successful, but it ended on a sour note. So mm-hmm. I, I would say, ultimately, I would answer, yes, it was a good year. But, because I, I think that that... But I think it was trending in the wrong direction that, by the end of the year. That bolstered McDaniel's stuff more so than some of the I mean obviously Brady the championships everything incredible but then what what we talked about before what's most attractive about hiring a head coach in the league right now is a young offensively minded head coach yep. who can who has proven that he can work with young quarterbacks and I think at least for most of the league he showed that through working with Mac and then he's got the championships to back it up so this is uh, Bill's former quarterback, right, uh, Tom Brady, who we're discussing here. And we talked about this earlier in the show. Like, how much has Bill evolved at the quarterback position? Uh, will Bill evolve at the quarterback position? And if you missed any part of the show, you can have it delivered to your phone daily. Subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan on the podcast and the Odyssey app, wherever you find your podcasts. Like, how much has Bill evolved at the quarterback position? You know, from his Cleveland days, these scouting notes are out there. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah tweeted them out a few years ago. Phil Perry wrote about this last night. And it just got me thinking about if Bill has made any change in the way he views the quarterback or if he still wants fast processing, accurate quarterback, and he still abides to like all these touchdown interception ratio, completion percentage, things that he believed in 1991. And the whole league has changed. The world has changed. The league has changed. And has Bill changed at quarterback? I'm not so sure. And furthermore, I asked this earlier, and I think we all agree, and you guys can weigh in, 617-779-7937. Is it a make-or-break year for Bill Belichick? We've all, we all agree it's a make-or-break year for Mac. And it is a make-or-break year for Mac. If Mac isn't successful this year, he might not be a starting quarterback again. Like, maybe he'll get a chance, you know, like Baker Mayfield might get a chance again. Maybe he'll get a chance to go fight for a job or go to some bottom-of-the-league team where you're keeping the seat warm for a rookie quarterback doing the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. It sounds like that's what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to do. He did it for Trey Lance. He's probably going to do it for another rookie. Like, maybe he could do that. But you may never start again. We all agree it's a make-or-break year for Mac. 
we agree that it's a make-or-break year for Bill. At least I do. Arcan, you do. Mego, you actually pushed back on that when we said it earlier. If Bill misses the playoffs, do you think he's gone? And your answer, your answer was no. I don't think he is. I think they hold on to at least another year. He just has too much history here. He has too much. We talk about championship pedigree. I mean, he's. I think it's there's just too much history. So there's two reasons why I think it is make or break. And Arkan, I know you agree. I'm not sure. I think he will. I think he should be. But I'm, I'm sorry. not sure that he. Yeah, will. I well, think me, those are two different questions. Well, let me let me let me rephrase that. Do you think yeah. he should be? Uh, no, okay. not unless it's the the way that Arkham presented of like a five win season, a total catastrophe, yeah. a total cluster F. But I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that either. I but I think they could be eight and nine, miss the playoffs again, just like they were last year, which would be gross. But I still you would think stick he'd survive it. it. And you and think, I he, think should he should survive, would it. survive it? Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I, we were talking about Bayheim getting fired earlier, and Syracuse moving on from him. And Bayheim is older. Bayheim didn't win as much. Bayheim isn't the, like it's Shashevsky would be the better analogy to, to to Belichick in college hoops. But it's just the idea of like hanging on for what Syracuse should have moved on from Bayheim five six years ago. You know, like they should have done that a long long time ago. They held on for too long. Why to go five hundred? He's he hasn't been better than sixth in the ACC in the last nine years. He's been 500 over that span. So why'd they stick with it? What were they doing? What was the point? And that's ultimately why I'd answer it the way I do with Bill. Like, I already would have looked at moving on this season. They're not. But I do think it's a make-or-break year for Bill, which is why he should be adapting at quarterback and evolving at quarterback. And he also should do it because of what's maybe happening in the division. What did you say in the last trending Arcan from Josina Anderson about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Jets are optimistic that they're going to land him, and they've made a couple of moves. They cut Barrios and they uh, traded for a safety. So I mean, they they made a couple of moves. And what? Made. And apparently, they're looking to sign Randall Cobb. I I've seen that, but I, I don't know that it's that. Uh, I don't know that that's enough to report yet. So okay. when we talk about the because it's something we've been talking about a couple days, this mobile quarterback. Yep. You seem hell-bent on that's the only way forward. And just looking I think at... It's, I don't want to say only, but I do think it's the best way forward. I don't want to say only because, you know, there are examples of pocket quarterbacks who have gone on on runs in the postseason. But so I, I think it's the best I, I mean, way forward. Just because I have it in front of me because I was curious about this. And obviously Tom Brady is going to be in a lot of these. But looking at the quarterbacks in the Super Bowls in the last 10 years, there are just still a huge amount of who I would call pocket passers. And so, you know, this year it was two running quarterbacks largely. I would call the, I think we would all call them both mobile quarterbacks, yeah, right? Mo- I mean, at mobile, least dual I wouldn't, threat. I wouldn't call Mahomes a, a running quarterback. I would call him mobile. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that that's kind of what we're saying. Hurts like, is more dual, of a running quarterback. Dual yeah. threat slash mobile quarterback, mm-hmm. a guy who can make plays with his legs. So the year before is Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, pretty different those are pocket guys those are pocket guys the year before that is Mahomes and Brady and again Brady I'm not even going to really this include is why, in the pocket passer well, category because he's so out there this he's is why so, I don't think the last 10 years work okay, because it's, well, it's Brady and like every other Super Bowl and Brady's be- the outlier okay. of all outliers but the year before that is Mahomes and Garoppolo pocket passer the year before that is Brady and Jared Goff pocket passer sure the year before that is Nick Foles I mean, I don't know what you want to make of that. And Brady again. The year before that is Brady and Matt Ryan. The year yeah, before I mean, that is is like the corpse of Peyton Manning. I know, but and now, Cam Newton. But now we're but we're going. So Cam Newton definitely counts. This as a is mobile 2015. This isn't like ancient history. No, but it's almost 10 years ago. The last five I'm years. I'm saying through the last 10 years. But even in those last five years, there's Mahomes, pocket, Mahomes, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. 
Okay, there's also That's a lot of mobile quarterbacks in the Super Bowl the last few years. There's also Burrow, Stafford, yeah. two years ago Again, I'm together. Not, I'm there's saying, Garoppolo in 2019. There's Jared Goff in another. I'm not naming the other pocket passer on the other side because it's Tom Brady. I'm not saying that you have to have a pocket passer. That pocket, I just don't think pocket passers are quite as extinct in an elite team as you're making it sound like. I think they're becoming less and less every gotta year. you got to go to Lamar Jackson. you got to get a Justin Fields. you got to get a guy who can make plays with his legs. I think that there is a rich recent history that that's not I, I can understand why Bill would look at it and go, this kind of quarterback still works. Yeah. Now I don't think Mac Jones is Joe Burrow. Mac Jones might be Jared Goff. I don't know if that's what you want. But I just look at this and I sh- say recent history shows me it's not all about the mobile Well, recent, recent history does show you that it does. I think the further back you go, it doesn't. And Two a lot, years. A lot of it Two is Two years is Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford. I know, but then the year before that it was Mahomes. And the year before Mahomes that, it was Brady. Mahomes. No, yeah. the year before that, it was Garoppolo in there. Another pocket against, passer. Against. Are we talking about getting to the Super Bowl? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're going to wait out for Patrick Mahomes. You're going to wait to draft another Patrick Mahomes? No, I just, if you're asking me the best way to do it, there's been a lot of mobile quarterbacks in the suit. A lot of it's Mahomes, but there's been a lot of mobile quarterbacks. It's, so. it's, it's a lot of it is Brady, too. Now, to me, those are like, I wouldn't even call Mahomes an extreme because an extreme would be like a Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson. But I, I just, I feel like I need to push back because there are still, I wouldn't call Jimmy Garoppolo or Jared Goff elite, elite quarterbacks. No. But these are teams that for other reasons made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, those are losing quarterbacks too in the Super Bowl, as was Jalen Hurts. But look, I, I look at it and I say the best way forward, it's becoming more and more uh, prominent that you're going on deeper runs with these mobile quarterbacks. And I think that trend's going to continue. So I don't want to say it, you can't win with a pocket quarterback. You can. I mean, Stafford, great example. I think Burrow could win. And Burrow's got some mobility, but he's a pocket guy. Like I think That's you, where I totally agree. You have to have some mobility. You, you can and, and Burrow can make plays off platform, but largely he's a pocket guy. Like I I just think when you look at the trend line and where I would bet on it going, I wouldn't bet on guys like Mac. I wouldn't bet on guys like Mac. Well, I think that Mac is like, like there's so when we talk about how how Bill Belichick in 95 or 94 broke down the attributes and some of these intangibles like toughness, yeah. grit, it's like grit. Yeah. I'm like I don't really care. I mean, you can wrap that into overall character. I care about it. I care about it, but yeah, I, I if don't Yeah, you're like a total wimp I don't know that Mac or has like that a either. bad guy in the locker room, yeah. that, then it becomes an issue. Yeah, I question those things with Mac. Oh, come on. What do you mean? Oh, come, come on. on! You question those things legitimately that he's a bad guy and a wimp. I yes, he had a severe oh. ankle sprain and no help from his coaching staff, and he acted out. And yeah. you think he's a bad guy and a wimp? Give me a I, break! Come I think on. he's. I, I don't think he was a good teammate last year. I don't. I don't think MF. Yeah, every single player who was asked about Mac Jones publicly had his back. Yeah, we I didn't hear any outcry until all. Oh, presumably, Joe Judge came suppo- out and you're said, "You're supposed to be leading. You're not supposed to be." That's uh, what he did. I do, I disagree. I don't think that helped the team at all last year. MFing the coaches. I don't think it helped at all. I don't think it helped either. I don't think, I think was, it was. I don't think that's being a good emotion. teammate at all or a good leader. I, I think that team was a total colossal mess. I would just say, and like, I, I think he probably could have come back quicker from his ankle injury. Is it? I guess. When we talk about Bill Belichick evolving and how he looks at quarterbacks, like, yeah, of course, I don't think that that he should be using the same rubric from 1994. Like, that's not a good idea for anyone in anything. Yeah, but I'm not saying it, like, has to be sheer athleticism. Can we get somebody with a cannon? Like, yeah, it'd probably be fun to have somebody with a cannon. Like, yeah, I do worry about Mac Jones' ability to to throw a Hail Mary super freaking deep. And great, he has all the confidence in the world in himself— but, you know, like, if it's between the guy who's, like, super tough 
and the guy with a cannon arm. And they have the same amount of accuracy, and they can both study the playbook the same way and relate to guys in the locker room. I'm taking the guy with the cannon on. Yeah, same. Not like the I- guy who walks around like he's freaking like, oh, I own this play. I don't care about that. And again, I don't I don't think cannon means Drew Bledsoe to me. It just means a guy who can, you know, make throws downfield on the The guy run. who has some attribute that is physically freaky. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested. 617-779-7937. Can I just hear Rossini? on Rodgers and the Jets because I did want to get this in. The idea that Bill needs to evolve at quarterback because, again, the whole division is evolving. Jets are not a done deal. They can still screw it up. But here's the latest on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. You've been working this nonstop. <laughs> what do we know? Yeah, good morning. All right, so there is a there is optimism in the New York Jets building today. It actually started before that trip to the West Coast to meet Aaron Rodgers in person. This was all driven by owner Woody Johnson. He wanted to get in front of the quarterback, get to know him a little bit, and talk about what it could be, what it could look like, and what they could achieve with Aaron Rodgers under center in New York with this Jets roster. So they went in there thinking they could get him, and they came home believing they are poised to get him, and they feel like they can get this done. Now look, this is Aaron Rodgers. He takes his time. He thinks things through. He likes to think outside the box. He could wake up today and say he doesn't want to play football anymore. He could retire. But in terms of the Jets side of this, the New York Jets feel good that Aaron Rodgers could be their quarterback this season. Yeah, so they can screw it up. But we feel if Rodgers is there, what did you grade their roster? Again? A minus. A minus. And, that, and that's just because of the uncertainty around everything Aaron Rodgers, even when he gets there, and Brees Hall's health. Not to put you on the spot, how do we grade the Patriots roster right now? Right now, a C. Oh, Arkan? Mm. D that? plus. B Say plus? it again. D plus. Oh, D plus. D plus. I think you said it. B plus. Yeah. No. Like, so like to me, this is this is the whole thing. This is why Bill's got to evolve at quarterback. Because if the division is about to pick things up, look out. Like, look out below for this team. But sure, stick with your 6'2", pocket-passing quarterback who's not mobile. Fine. Like, Rodgers is not a running quarterback either, but he is mobile. He can move. He can throw on the run. He can make plays off platform. That, to me, is what I'm looking for. And I don't need an all-time great like Aaron Rodgers. He's the ultimate argument against the intangibles. Although he is available. Uh, Well, who knows? I mean, Rodgers has some intangible issues, and he's only won once. I'm saying he's the ultimate argument against intangibles, that it's like... I would he's, say he still wins games despite that. Well, he wins games, but not not a lot of big ones. He makes your team interesting. Has Aaron Rodgers won enough? No. No. I, so my, that's my answer too. So maybe that maybe that's a check mark with better intangibles. Could he be sitting there with two or three Super Bowls? Maybe. 617-779-7937. Uh, we have Meg Splaining with Megan Adelini next. Jones and Meg go. Return after this on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. So, today's Meg explaining. 
it holds um, weight in my personal life. And Jones, we talked about this very briefly yesterday. Okay. Um, and I talked about this on air last summer because we were doing a show at Fenway. My alma mater had to abandon their mascot. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, when I say had to abandon their mascot, the mascot got canceled. And I talked about it at the time. I felt like it was kind of an extreme cancellation. What was that the Lady Hippos? Is that <laughs> no. That got away from? It was. We dodged a bullet there. I'll get there. It was uh, the Colonials. GW Colonial. So I went to George Washington. Yep. And we were the Colonials. Colonizers. How do we? Yeah. I, I don't know your stance on this, but how do we feel so about changing I, the name? First of all, I thought that the Colonials was like a pretty bland moniker. That's mm-hmm. what they call it, actually. It's moniker. A, I, I always call it a mascot, but it's a moniker. Okay. Um, you know, I thought it was kind of like inoffensive, bland, but I guess now because of thoughts on colonialism. It's an ugly thing for many cultures, so we aren't allowed to have that now. And I thought, I, I, it surprised me. It was never a topic of conversation, as far as I knew, when I was an athlete at the school. Yep. Never heard it brought up once. Um, I had questions about, now how do we call Colonial Williamsburg? Like, do we just call it, like, old-time Williamsburg? Or, like... Good question. Or, what, are they, what do they call it? original visitors Williamsburg. I mean, what, I don't know what you call it. Have they changed it? They they have to have, right? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I, I mean, don't know. If, if the I went to Williamsburg years ago. I, I haven't been back. I but did I believe a trip it was, when I was very young. Yeah, it was colonial Williamsburg then. Yeah, you can't like, call what it that. Do we, what do we call that era of history, first of all? Like, when I was growing up, you'd call it, okay, the 13 original colonies. Yep. And you'd say, in colonial times, we did this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now I don't know what we're supposed to call it. Well, I guess Are we, we supposed to call it like... It doesn't take effect till next year. Invader times? What doesn't I don't take know. effect until next year? The name change. For GW? Okay, yes. so that's where I'm going. Got it. So all of that aside, this is not about cancel culture. This is about looking towards the future. Okay. And looking towards the future, my alma mater reached out to me and many other alumni, and they wanted to throw out 10 different monikers. Wait, no, hang on. They reached out to you, meaning like... Because I'm an alum. But I'm saying they reach out to like all. Get out of leaning yeah. on the phone. No, but that's yeah. what I mean. Or were, was no, 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 no. It, was they, it like all a, it's alumni? It's a general survey okay. that they sent out to all alumni, as far as I know. It wasn't like select few when you made the cut at well, GW. All of my friends got it, but all of my friends were athletes. It's like you and Mike Jarvis. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to run the monikers by you guys. Okay. I've already voted. I want you to tell me what you think is the best. Okay. The worst, best, worst and what you think I rated the highest. Okay. Best, worst, and Mego's pick. Good. I like this. And just general, um, you can say general, your general feelings when I say these. Okay. 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 So the GW Ambassadors. That's the first one. Lame. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super boring. Yeah, I don't that's like, like such a nerd moniker. I rated like that it. super low. Don't like it. Oh, do you, you had to like rank them one to ten? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like ambassadors. It feels like a, a wussy way of still calling yourself the club. Yeah, those are like the people who give, like, campus tours. Oh, I'm know? an ambassador. Yeah. Right. Okay, the GW Catalysts. Hate it. Worse. Worse, th- worse than worse, ambassadors. Yeah. Yeah. So it's boring. I rated that kind of middle of the road because I thought GW Cats is cool. Like, hey, the, the cats. cats are in town. Yeah, like UVM, the Catamounts. Cat yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure, like, okay, yeah. so you could shorten that to something Short cool. for Catalyst. Hey, the, cat, yeah. the Cats yeah, are on tonight. Yeah, it's a tonight. Catalyst. Yeah, I don't like Catalyst. I hate. Catalyst, it, it also just kind of sounds like something that you hear in like a... a pitch meeting of some really crappy company that yeah, some yeah, kids yeah. started at 25. Uh, okay, this is, I think, 
probably the worst one. I'm just going to tell you. The GW Fireworks. Well, I like that better than Catalyst. Really? They yes. can come out to the Katy Perry song this every time. so yeah. embarrassing. Why? You're a firework? Yeah. You're like exploding onto the field? Yeah, that's better than Catalyst. It's better than Catalyst. It is better than Catalyst. I'm not saying it's, it's better good. Than Catalyst, yeah. Yeah. All of these are terrible so far. The ironic part is there's no way because it's a city school you can never have fireworks at any of the games. Well, that's true. That's going to be tough. You would need, I would think if you're going to call yourself the fireworks, you'd need the pyrotechnics. Okay, yeah. this one, this isn't, okay. I'm, I need to stop telling you what I think of them before. Yes. Okay, the GW Independence. I mean, I don't like anything that doesn't end in an S for a team name. Independence. Independent. Like, like I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm an Independent. Oh, I was thinking Independence, like Independence Day. Independence. Trash. Yeah, I think that's really I think it's my favorite so far. Okay. I like fireworks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta, it's not good. I got to get through these pretty quickly. Uh, the Monumentals. Uh, the yeah, Monumentals? That one's really gross. These aren't in team names. Like, I just monu- <laughs> Monument, maybe? That's like an adjective. Okay, yeah. do you want to hear the one that definitely the stoner community sure. at GW came up with? The GW Blue Fog. Blue Fog, I don't hate. What That's is right. that? I don't, know. I don't know what it foggy is Foggy bottom campus, right? Isn't it foggy down there? Blue fog sounds like you have to investigate the dorm room because someone has a substance in there. Okay, keep going. Okay. Hey, man, um, you got any more of that blue fog? I'm so wasted. I went to the dispensary and picked up some blue fog, man. The GW Revolutionaries? My vape cart. Revolutionaries. I That's don't, not bad. I don't love, but it's it's might be the best. I think it's the best so far, yeah. The GW Sentinels. Okay, now we're getting it's somewhere. Right, yeah. It's been a team before. Yeah, but At still. least these are nouns. Yeah, right. At least these are like things I am aware of. <laughs> Okay, the GW squad. Good squad, morning, everyone. Okay, what is this NBA street? <laughs> yeah, AO- AOC and her pals. Squad Taylor up. Swift. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift. Exactly. Here's the last one: the GW truth. Truth. Arcan must love that one. Yeah, it's Paul Pierce. Right? I know. So I'm conflicted because it's a terrible team name. Okay, so we got to pick our favorite and our yeah. least favorite and Mego's pick. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Favorite. I think I do. I think I do like fireworks best. I'm going blue fog. You chose fire. You guys are choosing awful ones. I'm gonna fire- go with the Sentinels. I Sentinels. It was true, but the Sentinels has been done. I'm going fireworks. At Who least it's original. Uh, no, maybe I'm thinking of Senators. Has Sentinels never been done? I don't think so. But at least it's isn't a that thing. like an, isn't it like an XFL team? I think Sentinels has been done. Uh, oh, the Nebraska Christian Sentinels. <laughs> Forgot about, forgot about the yeah, you, you, over, you over, Don't get on their bad side. That's slippery rock, I think. Uh, fireworks uh, is my favorite. What's the worst? Catalyst squad, is kind of stupid. Uh, Catalyst is bad. Monumentals. is the worst. Squad, truth, or Ooh, Catalyst. truth is the worst. Squad, truth, or Catalyst, three-way tie for worst. And what did Mego We're pick? We're really rummaging through the discount bin here. Mego pick revolutionaries. That was Mego's pick. Okay, what do you think, Arcan? Um... I'm going to go with uh, the independence. That's what you think? That's your favorite or that's what that's I That's the one I think you picked. Okay, what's your favorite? My favorite was Sentinels. Okay, Ryan? Uh, my favorite was Blue Fog because <laughs> I've never heard Blue Fog anywhere before. That's kind of neat. Blue fog, uh, the worst one I think was the Monumentals. I think, ooh. The Monumentals sounds like another like uh, a Marvel movie that I don't want to see. I was going to say, just to be different, that you would have picked the truth, but I think higher of you, so I'm going to say you picked the Sentinels. Okay. 
Um, I think absolutely the worst one is uh, fireworks. fireworks. I think that's totally embarrassing. Okay. I picked revolutionaries. You did pick revolutionaries. But I picked revolutionaries, and I feel like the way that things are going, and again, this isn't about cancel culture. There's going to be some kind of revolution somewhere that's really bad news. And we're going to and GW's going to be the revolutionaries for like four years. Yep. And then they're going to be like... It's like your fear with the Patriots quarterback. They're just changing one every couple of alumni, years. Yes. Yes. We are holding a competition for our new moniker. <laughs> so if that's going to be the case... The revolution was actually bad. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to do revolutionaries, then we might as well just do Blue Fog. Yep. Well... So revolutionary. Did no, but you know what blue fog also makes me think of? What? It's offensive to green fog. What? Farts. I was going to say, like the smell <laughs> like, of this studio every time we walk in. <laughs> after the Fourier done. Yeah, exactly. So I, did, is, no one's giving me any credit for getting Mego's prediction, by the, or Mego's pick. There you nah. go. And again, I didn't, didn't hear one. I like it. You gauged nah. my taste. I didn't hear one. Not one person. Not one person was like, good Good call by you, Jones. You got you no. sniffed it out. That was the name of the game. Anyway, Bad call. I will say, I'm still a lady colonial. But I'm ready to be a lady revolutionary, I guess. I guess that's it. I want to get lady hippos into the stratosphere. No hippos. Let's do it. Lady hippos. Canceling, canceling the revolution, though, could be next. I mean, that's not. That's, that's, I really feel that way. So It's a good point. Not every revolution is the right one. It's a good point. <laughs> Should be the wooden teeth. I like that. <laughs> There's a name for a team. The George Washington Washington's. wooden teeth. You don't like teams that don't end in S's? Why aren't we called the Martha Washingtons, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, why is everything why is everything gotta be, you know, such through the man's view? You, you know, why is it why is it gotta be so masculine, so paternal? Why aren't we the Martha Washingtons? You ever think the about Miami that? Miami Heats or the Orlando Magics? That's probably next. The Utah Jazzes. Just put an S at everything. It's true. Who was who was another good one? The Jazz, the uh, the Wild. The Thunder. Oh, yeah, Thunder. Thunders. Uh, anyway, that's Meg explaining each and every day with Megan Ooh, Adelini. George Washington Thunders. Here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. See, we're getting somewhere. We're taking you up until 6 o'clock. We'll get back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. Next. Gresh and Fourier. If after this coming season, after year three, if the Patriots like Mac Jones, what do we figure that fifth-year number would be? Around $25 million if the Patriots picked it up. Picking that up almost feels like a no-brainer now because if you're the Giants and you had picked up the fifth-year option on, on Daniel Jones, you probably would have saved yourself money and commitment to at least get another year out of the guy. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast on the Odyssey app or at weei.com. Gresh and Fourier. Middays 10 to 2 on New England Sports Original. WEEI. WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.